You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Once Upon a Time After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Once Upon a Time After Show. time after show right here on AfterBuzzTV.com. Of course, we had to come in with that song because they mentioned Halle Berry or Holly Berry several times in tonight's episode, Um, so we thought it was very fitting. I'm your host, (laughs) Kathy Kelly. Joining me tonight, our panel is back together for tonight's episode. Uh Sitting to my right, Tiana Hobson. Hello, everyone. Wearing my Minnie Mouse t-shirt. Gotta represent Disney. Disney, what? (laughs) And then... Next to me, Kaori Take. Hey, guys. What's up? (laughs) Short and sweet. And then sitting next to her, Marissa Serafini. Hello, everyone. I'm not engineering. I know. It's nice to see you next to me again. I like it. So we also have a very special guest in studio. You, You might recognize her from tonight. Alexandra Metz. Hi. She cut her hair, though. Yeah. yeah. Her hair's a little bit shorter. Just but a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> so did they actually have those extensions? Like, was there oh. ropes and ropes of hair on set? Yeah, I think it was over 200 feet. Wow. Yeah. It was insane. That was That's real hair? Crazy. It, well, yeah. It was. Right. I mean, I, I guess it was synthetic, but... Yeah. Wow. No, it was actually physically there. It wasn't CGI'd. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. They made you grow out your hair for that long. <laughs> right? A lot of planning. Well, that's great for locks of love, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we were going to talk about everything, her entire experience filming, how she got the role, all of that at the end of the episode, um, or at the end of the after show tonight. But first, we have to dive into tonight's after show because so much happened um, from Holly Berry to Rapunzel to <laughs> Night route um so let's dive right in talking about first Zelina and Rumpel um Zelina has as we found out last week mm-hmm. has Rumpel captive in this storm cellar that is on her farmhouse she's controlling him with his dagger and it just it's very it's a I weird mean, relationship. Yeah, it's. I can't tell if it's sexual, if it's, mm, uh-huh. no, if it's. You I, know, I think her that father. that's her father, but like it got a little. There's some but tension I, there. I know. I know a lot of people are speculating that they are father daughter, but I was like, they're too close, and it was very uncomfortable to watch. If that storyline mm-hmm. did pan out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of threw me off that it, it felt borderline sexual and when it was the shadows, they were so close to each other or their lips almost touched. It was I almost thought they were about to make yeah. out, but I liked mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why I'm thinking maybe not father daughter, maybe mm-hmm. not. But regardless, uh her mother had relations with him, so yeah. that's still very scandalous. Yeah. Unless there's I mean Cora could have had relations with a lot of people. She sure. was she was trying to work her way up in yeah. you know society. Mm-hmm. So 
working girls. Alex, were you a fan of the show before you were cast on it? You know, as I mentioned earlier, I actually don't own a television. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I have cable, but I remember when, right before I moved to L.A., I saw a promo right when the show was just starting, about to premiere, and I was like, that show looks badass. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's a show I'd love to be on and watch. Mm-hmm. Should I have a TV in front of me? <laughs> What's the reason for not having a TV? Is it just you don't want to watch? Yeah, no, it, I do. I mean, I watch things online. Okay. I, there's so much I need to catch up on. I mean, like, currently I'm watching Lost, which is funny because there's a lot of yeah. compressing yeah, right. with that show. And then, I'm, you know, I'm starting to watch Sopranos and, like, all these, like, classic shows. So yeah. it's just there's so much to watch that you get inundated. And you also have to focus on your work and you're constantly mm-hmm. going into different rooms. So it's a lot to balance, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It also probably be hard, like, comparing yourself to other people on TV and being like, Ugh. Well, it's actually a lot to learn from, you know. Really? T- television acting is very different than film acting, mm-hmm. so you see, you know, oh, it's a close-up and they're very still, or, you know, this is where they can get a little bigger because it's a wide shot, so it's a lot to learn. I, I should watch more television. <laughs> that's something that I'd be like, oh, it's so cool, I don't watch television. Like, I mean, I'm you really only more. have to watch once upon a time. That's yeah. right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> only show on television. And yeah. maybe lost if you have time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like halfway through, which is, it's incredible, but yeah. it's, it's cool to see the crossover, but no, I had I'd seen like maybe one episode and I was like I wish I'd, I could see more of this and then when the the audition came up it was like okay I need to see a couple yeah. you know get mm-hmm. the scope see what's going on get the tone so I, I knew what to kind of walk into and then when I got it I was like okay time to catch up even more like this is an excuse to watch once it's awesome <laughs> and my sister loves it so I was like okay we could talk about it she mm-hmm. could fill me in and it was really fun that's awesome so your whole family is on board and excited oh yeah yeah. That's really cool. And it's right. it's crazy. I mean, we always talk about the similarities between Lost and Once Upon a Time mm-hmm. and how they have like 815 Oceanic Flight 815 ah. and then 815 <laughs> is always the yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of people oh, online yeah. who have a lot of theories that's that crazy. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's so cool. They it get to have cool. fun with it. Like mm-hmm. it's not yeah. just writing a story. They're like, "Oh, let's just allude yeah. to this." Like, why mm-hmm. not? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so getting back to tonight's episode, this whole Zelina and Rumpel weird relationship, she ends up saying to him that she wants him to keep up appearances, so she's going to shave his scraggly beard, but we realize that it's actually just to get blood, so she can then go to Gold's store and open his safe, because there's blood magic locking the safe. Um, in- uh, sorry. Did you want to talk about I wanted I wanted to ask about the dagger. Okay. Yeah, yeah. How because did she get? How did she yeah. get the dagger? Because the last time we saw it, he his shadow took off of it in Neverland, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think this might come back full circle with you know her backstory and like who her yeah. father was and all yeah. that stuff. I think we'll probably get a flashback of what happened in the year that went missing. There's and so much that we don't that. know about what happened in the last year. Still, so much. Yeah. Any speculations? Hmm. Well, it seems like just a jaded kid. Like she, you know, she's upset that she didn't have a father around, so she's taking it out on Regina, who, you know, in her mind had this amazing life with parents involved. Mm -hmm. And yeah, because well, the last time I believe the last time we actually saw the dagger, that was when Rumpel stabbed his father, Mm -hmm. and then they both kind of disappeared along with the dagger. So we have no idea. They whereabouts of dagger up until that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So somehow Zelina got it back, or took it. Got it in the first place. Took it yeah. from somewhere. Um, I still want to know who Zelina's father is. That'll be interesting, and I know mm-hmm. that we're going to see more of Cora, um, right? 
All right, that's why we're Rose McGowan's <laughs> back, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Well, yeah, we're gonna Cor, Cor did appear, just appear in the last episode of Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, so she might make another crossover to oh. Once. We do know that young Cora with Rose is coming back mm. at yes. some point, so maybe that's Exciting. when we'll get to see her giving up that baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um... Also, we have to figure out what Zelina's after because she says to Rumpel that this is something that he's been searching for his entire life and she's going to get it much faster. Yeah, and she said it's something against his nature. So I was trying to think, you know, as Is it courage? Yeah, it was like courage. Because she, we'll talk about this later in the episode, but she was seeking courage Mm -hmm. and that's something that Rumpel always lacked. Um, but when she was also talking about her father, she was talking about how he had tremors mm-hmm. and how he used to drink and all these nerves, which, which kind of sounds like Rumpel. It did sound like Rumpel, but then it also sounded like Rumpel's father. Oh. Yeah. But then I was like, well, that doesn't make sense because how would her and Regina be sisters yeah. if it was Rumpel's father that would make her and Rumpel siblings? Um, and I don't think that works out, but... I mean, it's the tremors. That would be thing, a but... weird family tree. Yeah, it's yeah. possible. It's, it's possible. Weird yeah. tree. I mean, it's already a crazy family tree. But I think that the only part of me that doesn't think it's Rumpel is because he he hasn't said anything to gesture that he knows that this is his daughter. But he also yeah. wouldn't know if he had a daughter. Like, but she said that she said that her and Regina were trained by Rumpel. So That's she could have, but she could have approached Rumpel and him not known that that was Cora's daughter. Mm. Uh, she mm. could have yeah. like I don't think Rumpel would have wasted his time on someone who wasn't worthy of it. And, but, like, yeah, and Zelina did mention that Rumpel choose willingly chose Regina over Zelina. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe just as as a student, but maybe not as a daughter. Hmm. Wow. Well, yeah, I'm having my doubts now about Rumpel being the father. I just think it's, it's, it's just the obvious questions. one, and I feel like. I don't always want it to be the obvious choice. So I please want it don't be so obvious. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But then, you know, it, is it, could all, it could be the obvious one because we're all overthinking I th- it. Yeah. I think yeah. it also <laughs> might, yeah, I think it also might be because we saw Rumple and, you know, that young Peter Pan and we didn't know who that was. We always speculated that they related and then we found out he was there his father, then we're, like, automatically thinking, oh, Rumpel is Zelina's father. So, like, the father card is kind of in- integrated into our minds right now. So that might be our first thought mm-hmm. from now mm-hmm. on. Oh, it's got to be a father. Yeah. But so, um, Zelina Gold- goes to Mr. Gold's shop. There she encounters Belle. And Zelina is amazing at playing dumb. She's like, oh, you must be Mrs. Gold. Is Mr. Gold around? <laughs> um, full well knowing that he's locked up in her cellar. And um, she asks Belle to help her find a gift for Mary Margaret, who she pretends she also doesn't really know that well. And um, just as Belle's going away, she uses magic on her and then um, uses blood magic to open Rumple's safe grabs Nightlock, which at the time we didn't really know what it was yet. I thought it was a turd. <laughs> it did <laughs> look like a turd, right? It was in a yeah. jar, it was brown, it was kind of sticky, I don't know. It's not Nightlock, <laughs> Night Root. Night Root, Night sorry. Root. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then when it's, Difference. When it's opened, <laughs> yeah. When it's opened up, it kind of looks like a crystal. Yeah. Hence so. the stars, and that's why the they stars. call it Night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It may be questioned because the, rump- the Rapunzel story has a flower in it called a rampion, I believe, mm-hmm. or a lot of Grimm's fairy tales has this 
It's named Rampion, which um, if you look it up on Google, it, it's a purple flower that looks like a star with the petals. And then Aww. I liked their interpretation with tonight's. It was kind of like stone, kind of crystallized mm-hmm. type of star. So I was like, mm-hmm. are they the same things? Are they related? Did you do any research when you found out that you were cast as Rapunzel yeah. into the, the Rapunzel story? Yeah, totally. Um, I, the one thing I didn't see, though, was Tangled. Everyone was like, oh, my God, Tangled. You have to. I, didn't want, I didn't want her performance to influence mine, so <laughs> I kept it separate. But I'm going to go home and watch it this week. Yes. <laughs> Such a good amazing. movie. Yeah, everyone keeps saying that. Yes, it is good. Um, so moving on to... Uh, Charming has this baby anxiety, which we've realized for the last couple episodes this was coming. Um, and then we also have to talk about Rapunzel and Nightroot, not Nightlock. Um, <laughs> but we start off the episode tonight with Charming having this dream nightmare thing going on. Emma, adult Emma, still lives in her nursery that she never got to actually live in. And she says, you failed me. I was never here. And then very harsh words, don't fail the next one. Which kind of sums up his feelings of he should be thrilled and excited, but he's terrified. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I liked how they dressed her up in this gorgeous gown. It's like, yep, that could have been the life she could have had yeah. if they didn't give her up. Them and dancing just like, together before yeah, ball. Just like kind of the like, life they could have had together, which was sad that, and it's good that his subconscious felt guilty mm-hmm. that she never had that, but I, I loved how they shot it. it I think his so regular consciousness felt <laughs> oh, yeah. guilty. Oh yeah, but like going from such a happy state to immediately to a dark blue creepy mm-hmm. nightmare. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. That that was awesome. Did yeah. you see the? I think there was a dream catcher in there that was there spinning was. around yeah. as well. There mm-hmm. was. Yeah, I yeah that she was cool. looked like. Were you gonna say she looked like Cinderella? Yes, I was. I thought she looked dress. like Belle. That aerial shot where they're dancing oh, you know, at the yeah. end of Beauty and the Beast. It kind of looked like yeah, that. She did look like Belle too. They just made her all the princesses yeah. at one moment. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> it's like why not? She never got to be one. Right. We never mm-hmm. get to see Emma dressed up like that. So that yeah. was a lot of fun too. Yeah. yeah well, Charming's being too hard on himself. All men have daddy anxieties when they find out that a woman's pregnant. So, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But if you lost your baby twice, maybe you should be a little concerned. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So he wakes up in the Enchanted Forest a year ago. And Snow, this is when she tells him that she's pregnant. She asks him, are you excited? And he's like, no. I'm thrilled. (laughs) I thought he was going to say no flat out for a second, but that is not the case. Um, Then Robin Hood and uh, Charming have a little interaction. I think it was in the stables. Yeah. Was that where it was? Mm -hmm. And uh, Charming finds alcohol in Robin Hood's possessions. He says that that's kind of how he coped with things when his wife passed away. And then Charming admits that he feels dread about the new baby. He's lacking confidence since he did lose his last child a couple times. And um, Robin Hood tells Charming about Nightroot, where to find it, and um, that it cures your fears. It helps you overcome them. But it wasn't Charming's fault that he lost his baby twice. You know, and yeah. that's why I feel like he's being way too hard on himself. He did the best he could with whatever he had and the situation that he was in. And mm-hmm. as a parent, you have to do what you think is best for your child. And at the time, those were both 
decisions that they made that was the best outcome for their child to give them the best life possible. Mm -hmm. So he is definitely being a little too hard on himself. Mm -hmm. But it's also knowing you're bringing something into a world where there is that much evil and he's probably concerned, you know, would you rather not have a baby at all so that they're safe or, you know, I'm just thinking, (laughs) should (laughs) Aurora? Did they have those in the Enchanted Forest? Yeah. That's true. (laughs) But I think that also, just the general concerns of parents, you know, Mm, abandoning, well, leaving your child and then knowing that they're going to grow up with all these questions and you're not there to answer them, that I think that was another thing that probably bugged him as well. I mean, but Emma's a little harsh on him too, but Emma did the same thing with Henry virtually. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she it's, it's a family thing. Yeah, it's it's a family, family thing. thing. Recurring theme, yes. as yes. they call it. <laughs> I, um, I also want to know about Aurora and um, her man, her man's baby, Philip? Yeah. Philip? Prince Philip's baby. Mm. I'm oh, mad at Aurora right coming. now because she uh, backstabbed them. I guess kind of in the yeah. return. So well, um, we'll see how she. We're always herself. mad at Aurora. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a true. recurring theme as well. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, this whole interaction between Robin Hood and Charming, where he finds out where to get Night Root, but doesn't really find out all that Night Root entails. Um, Charming sets off to find it, and he, as he is nearing where the Night Root is, he hears someone screaming. Who could that what? be? <laughs> what? And it's Rapunzel! So he climbs the tower, he climbs her hair to get up, and... Um, there she tells him the story about how her parents are king and queen of their realm and her brother was next in line to take the throne but then something happened we find out later that unfortunately her brother died when um she was younger she was swimming and he tried to save her and he rescued her but ended up sacrificing himself um and she is scared because she doesn't feel like she can rule That's just how she always felt. Um, But she then sought out to find Nightroot, and ever since then, a witch wouldn't let her leave the tower. Mm -hmm. Mysterious. Mm -hmm. Mysterious. (laughs) And it always seems like whenever they incorporate a new character, one that we know from our childhood uh, stories that we heard, they tell the story, but it's also told in a little bit different of a light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, because I believe um, I reread the Brothers Grimm version, and I, yeah. Rapunzel wasn't a princess already. She was, you know, just a normal girl. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and who, her, her, her parents, parents were normal had, people, Yeah, her too. parents were normal people, and the prince came and got her. I also didn't know... In, my childhood version Rapunzel didn't have twins at the end of the movie yeah. or the end of the book but in the Grimm's tale you know the witch like casts her out to the desert and she has two kids and then the prince finally catches up to her yeah. Yeah. and uh-huh. finds her again and they fall in love and live happily ever after but I was like whoa and Rapunzel isn't he had blind too yeah, he's like yeah. blind the brothers Grimm are dark <laughs> SOBs right <laughs> but um, I like how once went with the dark route yeah, in yeah. tonight's episode because the witch was scary Oh my I God. was very scary. It mm-hmm. moves like a dementor from Harry Potter. Which That's what, I always you know what? have to find a way to bring Harry Potter I, into this. I thought, <laughs> no, I thought it was a mix of dementor slash ringwraith from Lord of the Rings yes. slash Voldemort from Harry Potter. Yes. <laughs> it moved like that. Like, I was you couldn't tell what was creepy. underneath the hood. At one point, I don't. I thought there was multiple people coming out of it. I don't know. It yeah. was scary, but very creepy. Yeah. yeah. 
You mentioned the kind of tamer ones. I thought of Exorcist. I thought of like, <laughs> oh, you know, okay. kind of her coming down the stairs yeah, as a spider. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> it was creepy nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And we were trying to figure out this entire episode how one time it kind of moved and it looked like a guy and then another time it moved and it kind of looked like a girl. <laughs> then we figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> so glad they answered that. Um, <laughs> Did you guys also notice that in uh, Rapunzel's Tower, I'm not sure if you no- noticed this either, but in the backdrop on the window, there was a um, what's it, an ogre. I oh, noticed yeah. that too. Oh, and I thought a Shrek. I thought a Shrek and I was like, oh, yes. what a little great and washed yeah. Shrek right here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh T, I love how yeah. Yeah. I thought of like. The ogre wars as well. Yeah, the ogre, ogre wars yep. yeah. too. Um, so, I want to know how many realms are there that need kings right? and queens? Because we have, like, every... I feel like we have more princes and princesses than we do normal people. Like, <laughs> <Right>. nannies. <laughs> but maybe there... Maybe every city has yeah. its own... Every realm. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Every county has yeah. a yeah. Every yeah. Yeah. Every yeah. Yeah. mayor. Board. <laughs> yeah. 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 Enchanted nice. land's a big place. Uh-huh. Enchanted forest. Yeah. But they yeah. seem to move around it pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Know? And I guess we're only getting the stories of the popular people as, uh... Zelina calls them. <laughs> well, we can't all be as popular as you, Snow White. <laughs> Ooh, I wonder if they'll ever create brand new, like completely brand new princesses and princes. And, I think they've, they've I mean, talked they... about um, incorporating some of the newer characters, right? Um, like the the girls from Frozen, Elsa, <laughs> Princess Tiana, oh, really? right, right, Tiana, Tiana. Yeah. but just their own their own completely yeah. brand new people that aren't even in like Tiana or like modern day oh, like fairy they tales. Come up with their own, yeah, that'd be tales. fun, that'd be yeah, because you know they they br- they made Emma. She's completely original, right. so yeah, exactly. if you can have Emma, you can definitely have so many other people. Yeah, and, you know, the minds of Once Upon a Time, those mm-hmm. creators, they can think of anything. Yes. Yes. Um, so, where were we? Got <laughs> <laughs> really Rapunzel. off topic. Okay, so yes. Those night route didn't work. And Rapunzel so. um, says that this witch wouldn't let her leave once she used the night route. We find out that the witch is actually Rapunzel. It's her own fear, and you have to face your fear head on, essentially killing your what looks like yourself uh, to get past this. Like your own inner demons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get out yeah. of your own way. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, very deep. Every story also has a moral, or every episode has a moral to that episode. I think story. it's just saying, like, yeah. no one can stop you but yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So That's true. You, know, you have to overcome that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rapunzel ends up defeating Witch Rapunzel, and uh, by doing so, she has to cut off her hair, and then the fear Rapunzel falls down and turns into smoke. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So Rapunzel and Charming escape the tower, and she then tells the entire story about her brother and how she's worried to go home and see her family because she's worried that they won't accept her. But, of course, they all head back to the castle, and the family welcomes her, and it was such a touching scene. (laughs) And uh, Snow... Everyone was there. Yeah, everyone was there. Regina was there. Regina looks happy, too. I want to see how they got to that point, like, where, you know, whether they're all in this cast. I don't know how How they they all knew each other. Yeah. They knew that she'd be there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Um, I was wondering the same. Yeah. When I was on set, I was like, all right, let's go over there. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they... walk into a giant bag. Yeah. They heard it through the grapevine. I mean, pinched... 
Charming was there who told Snow, who told Regina, who told everyone. But it's not like he has his little cell phone in the forest. He can't just, like... sent a pigeon. Carry a messenger. (laughs) Yes. Um, But I have a question for you, Alex. Uh Which um, Rapunzel was more fun to play? The kind of evil witchy one or the good girl locked up in the tower? They're both really fun, but evil's always really fun. (laughs) Like, watching watching, uh, Rebecca, it's just like, oh, that looks so juicy. Just so fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Cool. Well, our last topic for the night is everyone in Storybrooke trying to figure out the curse and the Wicked Witch, who is the Wicked Witch. Um, So they know that it's the Wicked Witch of Oz, but they don't know who in Storybrooke is behind all of it. I find it so frustrating that Snow is so naive. Yes. Yes. That's what I said. Too trusting. Um, So... Pregnancy brain, probably. Um, she just forgets everything. Yeah. Blame it on the pregnancy brain. Um, Hook, Emma, and David search Regina's house looking for clues um, from the witch, and they find Holly Berry. Holly, Holly Berry. Berry. <laughs> Holly Berry. <laughs> Which I thought was Holly, Holly Berry the entire time, but no, they found Holly Berry, and um, I love the line it's not just any berry. Holly Berry. <laughs> um, that made me like, giggle. Yes, the Oscar winner is here. <laughs> um, so David then has to scoot to meet the new nanny Zelina, and I love just the interaction between midwife uh, or the midwife. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but she also knew um, Snow's old nanny, um, yeah. which is mm-hmm. I think that's why Snow was so trusting of her because. Yeah. She figured if she knew my nanny, she's probably Johanna. a good person. But yeah. Ew. She's, no, I know. She knows Joanna. Like. D- David was a little bit wary about it. I think yeah. so. I think he was also nervous because anything to do with the baby makes him um, anxious. anxious. Mm-hmm. But I was actually yeah. happy that he was, you know, he had his reservations and he actually expressed them mm-hmm. because I think Snow was being a little too trusting. And then the, the other thing I thought of was, why aren't they asking Emma to come by? And... Mm-hmm. Use her superpower. I know yeah. it's still faulty, uh, you know, her knowing when people are lying and whatnot, but... I think they were busy doing the other mission. Trying to figure out who the Wicked Witch yeah. is. And it yeah, all we happened get very it. fast. But Zelina mm-hmm. is very excellent at... She brings up the person's fears before they do, or their concerns. So she was saying, she's like, you know, David, you look a little bit anxious. Like, she was saying those things out loud, so... She addressed it, and I feel like that made them in turn feel more comfortable because they didn't think that she was trying to dupe them, even though she was. Even though, even though she, she was. Yes. That just so. shows how smart she is. And how yeah. wicked smart. she is. Yeah. See, anyone who comes smart. <laughs> but anyone who comes at me knowing too much about my life without me actually sharing it, I know that they're in the spotlight and that people know them. Creep but alert. Creep alert still mm-hmm. because yeah. it's been a year and you don't remember anything, so anyone knew whether you knew them a year ago or not, I think you should still be kind of, hang on, I don't know Wary. you. Mm-hmm. Have reservations. Yeah. Have mm-hmm. reservations and just kind of be smart about yeah. it. I did really appreciate in this scene, it looked like uh, just Snow and Charming seemed like a normal couple. Mm-hmm. Like they were having, mm-hmm. she's like, well, you don't look thrilled to be here. <laughs> <laughs> And it was just very cute. And then I thought, I was like, oh my gosh, she actually has their real baby in her stomach right yeah. now. <laughs> She's she actually does. rubbing it. Like, yeah. That's so easy for her. Just like, yeah. <laughs> so natural. Life imitates yeah. art. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or art imitates life. Um, so after this whole thing, um, Zelina, 
she gets them some tea and they're not concerned at all to drink this drink that someone just made for them. She says it's chamomile tea, but she actually puts night root in David's drink. Um, mm-hmm. And I kept on, I was like so nervous every time he took the mug up to his <laughs> lips and he was like, oh, and like, then we. <laughs> he's not going to actually drink it. He's not going to actually drink it. And then Until they cheer. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought that it was going to be something at first uh, to sabotage the pregnancy, but then we saw that it was to David's cup instead. Yeah. So. And I liked how they simultaneously showed both stories, Rapunzel's story and this story in uh, the real world in Storybrooke. Uh, like how they just juxtaposed both of them mm-hmm. so we could understand it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was really nice to have them both going side by side too because the whole time I was waiting for when David was attacked in the forest, which I mean, sorry to jump ahead, but I was waiting for that to trigger a memory from a year ago mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the same thing happening mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, maybe I this like will trigger a right. memory and then they'll start yeah. piecing back together their year. But... And it didn't happen. No. <laughs> not yet. Mm, not yet. Yeah, not exactly. yet. Exactly. <laughs> so David sets out to finish his important town business. And meanwhile, Emma and Hook find the farmhouse in the woods. Before that, they do have a little bit of a hooker moment. Hooker for hooker life! Hooker moment. And um, <laughs> he asks Emma about her almost fiancé, and she then, or then he says that he's happy that it didn't work out and she has her heart broken because if you, your heart can be broken, that means it still works. They almost kiss. Um, and I love she has reservations too because she just seems a little bit nervous or jealous um, about his swashbuckling tails. <laughs> like, she's like, What did you do the last year? <laughs> like, you're out on that boat all by yeah. yourself. What was happening? Exactly. And I think she, I mean, she should be asking those questions. But if she likes him. If she likes him. If but she then doesn't, then I she also, doesn't care. Yeah, I also love the hook throughout the last few episodes he's been putting it's very sly little remarks about neil you yeah. know like earlier it's like oh well we don't know what's out there you know these fa- flying monstrosities he's like yeah it <laughs> yeah. could end up being henry's dad you know yeah he's, like, mm-hmm. he's putting these little feelers out to get reactions out of emma and she's just so mm-hmm. you know stoic <laughs> stoic and unfazed by his little remarks about neil coming up and that's probably why he likes her so much too yeah it's because he's hard, to get. Really hard to get yeah. really hard to get she's but, a tough cookie though you know Mm-hmm. She's hard to crack. Yeah. She's got no time for love. She's yeah. just out looking for mysteries. Because her life mysteries. is constantly in danger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you know what? He hooked me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and sometimes it can be better to get through the tough times with someone by your side. That's true. So. Yes. Yeah. And he's, Valid he's proving to be a very good friend and being there in her time of need right now. So, But if he didn't love her or really like her, he wouldn't be there, would he? <laughs> and true. it looks yeah. like we might see Neil in the next episode. Yay so. for me! For the Swanfire fans swan out there. Fire. I'm like the sole Swanfire <laughs> fan here. I know, I am too. Oh, I yay. want them to end up together. Um, nice. But it's not. It's it's Captain Swan. Huckers <laughs> um, <laughs> for life. Why can't we just have Hook and she have Neil? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just sitting here watching you. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'm with you. I'm like, okay. Who's going to win this? Um, so, anyways. We're Sheriff Graham. <laughs> um, so, they end up finding the farmhouse. And they're, um, they say it's ironic because the, you know, Wicked Witch of Oz has the farmhouse just like Dorothy did. In the book, there outside the farmhouse is the bike with the basket in it, just yeah. like the, the witch Gulch. had. Yes, yes. Miss Gulch. 
and um, a storm cellar like Dorothy is when they had tornadoes. Mm-hmm. So, how oh, far? How far do they have to travel by the it's Really snowy, cold. I always felt like it was a different realm, but it was just somewhere in well, Storybrooke. No, it was it was cold because when we saw Regina and Henry walking outside, there was yeah. a little bit frozen um, the area pond. on the pond. the pond. But that was the snow all over the place. I just I feel like we, they had to. I think because it was such a rural far. area yeah. where yeah. not a lot of people have been out that yeah. way. Whereas in the city and stuff, you know, people are walking and so it's warmer sto- in the so city. So Storybrooke yeah, basically has to be pretty big when you think yeah. about it. Yeah. I mean, when we uh, for first introduced to Joanna, she lived so far outside mm-hmm. Storybrooke yeah. that in the, you know, years that Emma was gone, they hadn't even met her. Mm-hmm. So they hadn't interacted with her at all because she was so far outside um, the main town. <laughs> but um, so... Emma and Hook are searching the farmhouse. While they're there and just about to open the storm cellar, they get David's voicemail. Um, He was wandering through the woods alone, and at the trailhead, he encountered the witch, which ended up being himself, um, and he ends up killing it with his broken sword after this epic sword battle. (laughs) And um, then after he does that, the sword disappears in a magical green smoke. We find out that Zelina actually has it in her purse, which reminded me of Mary Poppins for a little bit. Like the The, the nanny. She's the the midwife nanny type person, and she has this purse with endless possibilities. Because I couldn't exactly see what what else was in there, but Mm -hmm. it looked like there's other little trinkets. And Regina did say that... um, it was just a symbol of his courage that was captured in that mm-hmm. moment. So I was like, what else is in there? Is there a symbol of someone's brain and their heart? Yeah. heart? Yeah. Or where are we going with this, <laughs> Are guys? there ruby slippers in there? Yeah. yeah. Yes. It will be interesting to find out. But it wasn't there. a carpet bag. Yes. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. Um, so just as this all happens, um, he defeats... Fear David, the yellow bug, Emma's yellow bug, shows up, and Emma, Hook, and Regina all get out because they got his voicemail, but he already defeated the thing, so they didn't really do much help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, I mean, yeah, they didn't physically help him, but they mentally no, helped I know, him. No, so. I know. Yeah. Um, I thought so, that was a nice turning point. Mm-hmm. The four of them head back to the farmhouse to check out the storm cellar, and unfortunately, it looks like the padlock had already been broken. No one's there, but they find a straw that's been turned into gold, so they realize that Rumpelstiltskin is still somewhere in Storybrooke, um, whether he's alive or not, um, but he had been turning straw into gold, and we don't know whether he escaped or Zelina took him elsewhere. Yeah, and one of the things that Rumpel kept saying when he was spinning that straw was that it clears the mind and soothes the soul, and then that all the voices in my head will be quiet when I'm dead. Mm-hmm. And I was just trying so to creepy. It, yeah. it was creepy. And so, is this Mr. Gold Rumpel who's going to remember everything, or is it? I think it's it's <sighs> Mr. Rumpel. It's Mr. Gold, but he's so crazy right now because he's been stuck. I mean, it's essentially the same tactics that they use on terrorists. Like, you know, you stick them, or like a prisoner of war, you stick them in this place, and all he's got to do all day for a year. It's kind of like brainwashing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's been spinning straw into gold, and that's why Rumpelstiltskin got crazy in the first place, so. So maybe he's back to his But also, if he is Rumpel's version right now, he is part seer, so he has all these 
he can see all these visions. Well, you can see in his, his face too. that he's not the Rumple version. Yeah, but and he has no power right now. Just if he was, yeah. he's got a lot of things going on in his crazy brain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but Re- Regina looked kind of happy when they were I like, know. "We she only did. know one person who spins gold," and she had that little smirk. She was smart. Smart. <laughs> She's confident. like, "Wicked Witch, you ain't got nothing." Now. <laughs> yeah. and Rumble about to team up, <laughs> which is crazy. She, she was the only one who didn't seem surprised. Yeah, Being like, "Yep, I know who it is." Yeah. So overall, amazing episode. We will do news and gossip in a little bit. But first off, we have a very special segment with Alex. Um, we want to know, you know, all about the experience. How, first off, how did you, uh, how was the audition process for it? So it was the same day audition. And those are always fun because, yeah. you know, you could have other things going on. And then all of a sudden you have to drop it and just get there. Yeah. So um, I Got it the same day. I ran and met a friend and said, can you read this with me? And, you know, because it's really good to read things over mm-hmm. once before you walk <laughs> in the room. It's helpful. So she, you know, 20 minutes worth of, okay, this is nice here. Let's change this here. Let's, you know, add these notes. And then I was like, great. Ran out the door, ran to the appointment. Uh, Veronica Rooney was the casting director. And she's just incredible. It was really fun. It was just one of those auditions where, you know, it clicked. It seemed, it, yeah. There was no time to overthink it really just like go in there and put it all out there and it was amazing and veronica's you know really she's really interactive which is great because some auditions you know people are just reading and they're just kind of looking at you and reading and looking at you and it's just like <laughs> you're not giving me anything but that's okay i'll just create because that's what i do yeah. and so she's she's a good partner and uh that was a friday i believe and it was right before thanksgiving and i didn't hear anything the following week at the early part of that next week and so I was like okay my grandfather came to visit me from New York for 10 days for the, for Thanksgiving and so it was all about him and I like <laughs> forgot about everything yeah. I was like all right it's vacation time it's holidays and then I got a call I think a week later and my manager was like you got the role and I was like oh awesome like, that's awesome I love yeah. this show and and she's like do you even know who you're playing and I was like no because it was just <laughs> a generic name oh, on the audition they, they want to keep Yes. Yeah, yeah, they're top secrets. So <coughs> I was like, no, who am I playing? Like, anything would be amazing on the show. And she said, you're going to play Rapunzel. I was like, mm-hmm. what? That's, that's like iconic. Yes. Like, literally, oh, yeah. I was screaming and <laughs> so excited. My grandfather yeah. was like, what is going on? <laughs> and especially for Rapunzel to be played yeah. by a black girl. You know? Yeah, you know, yeah, there's like, been a lot of talk. When I found out the casting, I was like, oh my God, that's amazing yeah. that they're going to, you know, change it up and give their own spin on it. Totally. Yeah. Do you think you would have auditioned differently had you known that? it was Rapunzel it's possible you know I might have tried to you know put that a a spin on it that from what I know about Rapunzel before the research I did after I got the role but yeah I'm kind of glad I was in the dark it really Mm -hmm. helped yeah I have to say like a lot of the things that I've gotten were I've always been same day auditions really which is funny (laughs) because it's just I think I work better when it's just like okay what am I dealing with Mm -hmm. and make those decisions and put them out Mm -hmm. there Yeah. yeah It's also good, like, when you're not thinking about it after, like, worried yeah. if you got it. Or, yeah, you know, totally, because yeah. it can torment you, you mm-hmm. know? You really want the, you, you want the opportunity to work on these sets with these awesome cast and crews, yeah. and, you know, it, sometimes it happens, most times it doesn't, you know? Yeah, so sure. it's, it's, it was awesome. In this case, yeah. it worked out. Yeah. What was it like filming in Vancouver? <gasps> it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love traveling, and I haven't really seen much of the world, so, like, it was like, oh, God, I get to check that off my list and, <laughs> yeah. like, really get to see a new city. And, oh, God, it was, first of all, it was winter, obviously. It was, um, I think it was, I th- it was like, 
beginning of December, I think we shot it. And so it was really snowy, which I think everyone's used to seeing snow- Storybrooke like that, just yeah. Yeah. rain or snow. And <laughs> exactly. So it was cool. Um, and everyone in Vancouver is amazing. I love Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> They're amazing. So to be on a Canadian set, it was there was still the, the working element where everyone was working really hard and getting so much accomplished, especially on this set. They get so much done yeah. in a day. But they're still like, okay, we're going to shoot, shoot. We're going to shoot, shoot. Everyone, let's shoot, shoot. Like, <laughs> okay, we're going to shoot, shoot. This is awesome. So it wasn't since, like, that was the third season and everyone knows each other. It wasn't weird going into a set like that. Like, they were very accommodating. Oh, God, so much so. So welcoming. Everyone's, like, open arms and welcoming. And, yeah, no, not a moment where I was like, this is weird. I don't know anyone. Everyone, even the people I didn't work with. Like, I'd walk past my trailer and then I'd see... Jennifer and you know she wasn't in any scenes with me but immediately like hey nice to meet you oh, so no. we're so happy to have you and I was like oh it's so happy to be here <laughs> how long would you oh sorry go ahead oh, oh and what was the the wardrobe like and the makeup because you, you actually get to wear an extravagant gown in that yeah. what was that process like? I have to say it's been my top top-notch costume of all time nice. <laughs> God, my favorite Eduardo Castro who does the costumes he's just incredible <laughs> and they they hand make these costumes like the wow. week that I got there on a Tuesday I believe and they had just kind of made it three days prior and when I got there they made sure you know they tailored it and there's a woman she's just like it's it's literally like being a princess <laughs> you walk in and there they have a gown for you and it's just yeah. perfectly suited to you oh it was gosh. awesome yeah and then yeah. the tiara and it was amazing yeah and most times I have to say like either my makeup super you know just normal everyday wear or it's like a rape vic- victim or like <laughs> someone who's like got him beat it up like, very like, morbid yeah right. I've done a lot of like Law and Order Criminal Intent and all the like the New York shows where yeah, like nice. you're you know you're telling about someone who just pushed you off a ledge or something oh <laughs> so it's always like really grueling makeup and this time it was like oh I get to refreshing be a refreshing to be a princess yeah, yeah. princess makeup like little sparkles yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little extensions on my eyelashes yeah. I felt so girly <laughs> and most of your scenes were with Josh well all of your scenes pretty yeah. much were with Josh Dallas uh-huh. what was it like working with him he's such a sweetheart such a sweetheart also very welcoming was open to talk about whatever and and it was cool because he also had his camera on set so he has his own you know he documents everything on set in the same way that jeff bridges does and i'm sure there are a lot of actors out there that do this but it's really nice because you know photography like you can take a phone with your picture but it's different with a like a canon where you're really like Mm -hmm. getting in there and you get these really nice moments with characters and cross sections or you wouldn't normally expect to see you know in the show and the storyline so it was cool he was around doing that and just really just so so sweet how secretive are they about that like do they did they tell you do not tweet any pictures before okay oh yeah um we sean and i sean mcguire and i took a picture and uh, he was like, okay, got to make sure you don't. Like, this is an awesome picture. And everyone's going to love it. <laughs> Just don't show it to anyone. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I, brought, I won't. So is the, the veil lifted? You're allowed to tweet stuff now? Yeah, and- yeah. It's funny, though, because there were so many spoiler pictures up, yeah. like, all this week. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to get in trouble. Like, I haven't put any of these out here. But I guess it, I guess they like leaking things here and there. Uh-huh. And, yeah. you know, Just creating tease. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. a little bit of tease. Yeah, mm-hmm. and since once our fans are so passionate, Passionate about the show. <laughs> oh my gosh. What has it been like being introduced into the Oneser family? Ooh, it is a family. Like immediately, <laughs> everyone was like, "I got inundated with texts." Uh, you know, um, my Twitter's linked with my text messages, so it was like all these 
welcome to the family. You're going to be an awesome Rapunzel. I was like, you guys, you don't even really know me. (laughs) (laughs) But it's cool because, you know, they have so much expectation. There's this world that's already created that you're walking into. And with that expectation, they're also rooting you on at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I was like, that's just, it's an awesome world to walk into and an awesome fan base. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And you were live tweeting tonight with everyone. I was trying. trying. <laughs> I was like, you guys, I can't. <laughs> Someone tweeting me like, are your thumbs ready? And I was like, oh, I get it. Okay. It goes so fast, video. though. Yeah. yeah. And my eyes, I just like, I was trying to watch at the same time and enjoy it. And then I'm like, okay, let me try to do this live. Oh, oh, what's going on? Oh, I missed it. And I wanted to tell you guys to rewind. I was like, no, let's just. No, we <laughs> rewind. I know. Was I'll it just... weird seeing yourself? It can be, yeah, it can be. But, you know, I'm getting used to it. Um, I just, I'm, of course, my own worst critic. It's very apropos to this episode. I'm like, oh, those are, you know, those are things that you could do better. And you're always going to be, you know, you're standing in your own way. So I can say, oh, okay, those are things I can improve on. At least I'm the one who's up there doing it. So I can make those Mm -hmm. fix, those changes so that next time I feel, okay, I'm making those improvements myself. Now, growing up, what was your favorite fairy tale folklore story? That you, you know, like. I, I got, I watched Disney movies like back to back, days on end. Like, I just mm-hmm. didn't care. I always found new things to, to learn from them and like little moments. I was like, I totally didn't notice that. <laughs> so I don't really have a favorite. I loved Ariel. I loved her. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Belle was like, it's funny, like certain ones like grow on you later. Like, you mm-hmm. just weren't quite ready for that story. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm sure. I'm seven. I can handle it. <laughs> You know, and then Bambi was like, maybe he's not a princess, but like just like little things that you start to be ready for. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I think Belle, Ariel, you mentioned Mary Poppins, which I know isn't a princess. I haven't seen Mary Poppins. What? I know. And it's on my like long list of things I haven't seen that I'm really excited about. So I suggest you watch Mary Poppins, then watch Saving Mr. Banks. Mm, That's awesome. Oh, good idea. Okay. I'm going to do that. Back to back, making a movie now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And done. Yeah. Next flight to Vancouver, just download it. That's a really good idea. Or like whatever, when I'm in my hotel room, I just got to buckle down. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so then I think the biggest question is is um rapunzel in storybrook we'll see is she coming back you gotta ask eddie and adam about oh. that oh, I, I would I love to her. see that because even we see cinderella in a couple random episodes mm-hmm. and i'm like you see the random princesses here and there so it'd be really cool to see rapunzel back mm-hmm. yeah. yeah just like just there to be and you know another person in the community just at the Totally. Right there. Yeah, yeah I'd love that. Mm-hmm. I also wonder what my name would be in Storybrook. Oh. Yeah. Have you thought of a name that you would want? You know, not really. <laughs> but any suggestions above it? <laughs> That's cool. Now, uh, funny question. Did you whip your hair back and forth? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should have. I actually jammed to that song myself. Yes. Like, I don't know if no one could hear me, but I really don't care. I love it. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> that was the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> well, I think we can all agree that you made an amazing Rapunzel. Yeah, thank you guys. So excited you. to you know see you tonight and hopefully see you again in the future yes. on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys or do you have any other projects coming up? I currently don't know. Okay. It's I just got done with a really awesome pilot season. Came really close to getting something, and yeah. at the last minute it didn't work out. But it was it felt good. It was a good pilot season. Yeah. I'm excited for this year. Do you have I'm a dream sorry. role? Oh my god, I have. I mean, I have dream collaborators. Okay, you know, there's okay. so many different actors and directors I'd love to work with, and 
should the role I, I, the roles that I want to work in are the ones that will challenge me and that I can continually grow in that's why I chose this profession it's, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like a profession I'm constantly playing but through the playing I'm always learning about different walks of life and learning about myself through the process cool love it awesome that's great so um, any shameless plugs that you want to give out your twitter oh sure yeah, yeah. you guys want to be cool <laughs> <laughs> um, okay so I am Alex Metz I am okay. Alex Metz is my twitter handle and then um, I got a uh, Alexander Metz official Facebook page, yeah. <laughs> nice. which I was like, this is awkward. Like putting official, like what does that even mean? <laughs> You're official now. Yeah, I'm yeah. super official. <laughs> and then what else is there? Oh, I have Instagram, which, you know, it's more just a fun, yeah. you know, the like the photography version of me, but that's um, a Metz. 523, which is my birthday. Have you, you put up there. any... Wish me happy birthday. Yeah. We'll have to mark that down. Um, but have you put up any of the pictures from when you were there yet? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's up there. Um, I saw one where I believe it was Lana Perea and I forget who else was like photobombing you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, they're fun. They're really fun. Yeah. They're really cute. So I guess we should move on to our news and gossip. My hair. Miss Tiana. <laughs> oh, my hair back and forth like Rapunzel. <laughs> okay, so um, I have a couple pictures to show, but before we get to those, um, I'm going to start with Adam Horowitz tweeted on March 19th saying, excited to say we're planning a two-hour mm-hmm. Once Upon a Time season finale <gasps> from right. 8 mm-hmm. to 10 p.m. on 5-11 and all new Fs until then. Hashtag Wicked versus Evil. So oh we get goodness. a two-hour finale on May 11th, which I am super excited about because two hours of Once Upon a Time just sounds like a dream come true to people like us. So <laughs> you wished upon a star. I wished upon a star <laughs> and got what I wanted. Um, and then I have a couple pictures. Sean McGuire tweeted out a picture of him, Josh Dallas, and Colin Colin O'Donohue as the Charlie's as the New Age Charlie's Angels. <gasps> That's hilarious. Awesome. This is it, too much hot for one picture. Right. <laughs> it really is. I think that it shows, you know, that set dynamic that Alex was talking about, how much fun they have and how close they are. And it looks like they're in the hospital, so maybe it's during Mary mm-hmm. Margaret's um, giving birth. Oh, oh. Hot process. Yeah, <laughs> there I go. There I go using my brain. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of leather yeah. in one picture, too. Yeah. Hey, that's okay, though. And and the jeans on all of them are very mm-hmm. tight. And then um, I have a couple fan mm-hmm. picks from fan picks from Emily Dia. She's been tweeting me a couple of these. This one says, yeah. keep calm and hooker for life. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag hooker for life, because everyone knows I'm a oh huge hooker. Thank you, Emily. And then the next one. <laughs> the never gets old. Keep calm and love hook. Oh, my dear. Uh, yes, they're all about hooks. Yeah, I feel this is very biased. I got to bring out some Bale Fire takeover next saying, week. This is what was tweeted to me, so I just wanted to give some fan appreciation. So if you have other ones, I'll gladly put them I up. I am not going to This is my personal, personal favorite. Everybody knows it's cool to be a hooker. <laughs> because we oh, all know that dear. that's the cool oh. thing to do. So guys, if you have other pictures, I'm not trying to be biased to who I think Emma should be with and who yes. I also think myself should be with. But if you have other pictures, tweet them to me and I'll put them up in News and Gossip. Yeah. I, I like a fair playing field and I will like to showcase both sides of the argument. <laughs> yeah. Even though my side is the right side. I can't complain about any of those pictures. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's it for your news and gossip. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, so next up, we have our predictions for next week. It looks like... Um, and now, your After Buzz TV predictions. 
<laughs> this is oh. our spooky predictions. <laughs> nice. It's very um, fitting with tonight's yes. episode. Yeah. So it looks like next week we are going to see Neil and a um, whole lot of action and drama. Yeah, it looks mm. like people are being chased by things and a lot's happening. I want Regina's been close to figuring it out every step of the way, mm-hmm. you know, and so she was asking um, David a lot of questions about what happened with his hilt and stuff and oh it was it's playing on your fears and that's your courage so I think that if she digs a little deeper she'll be able to figure out that Zelina is the link mm-hmm. because if David's like well if they figure out that it was the night route that made his fears mm-hmm. arrive and it's like David didn't take it what did you do well I had tea with our new midwife which yeah. there's a doctor in the town why do you need a midwife you know, there's mm-hmm. a hospital and a doctor. You mm-hmm. don't need a midwife. Yeah. Anyways, um, that Regina can maybe figure it out. And then um, I want to see more with Regina and Henry because I love their moment that they had walking together yeah. um, by the pond. I thought that Regina's kind of pep talk to him was nice. Maybe soon you'll realize that you have a whole lot more family. family. Yeah. <laughs> that, was so really, sweet. that was really sweet. She's not going to figure out anything if she just spends all her time with Henry, though. Because he no. doesn't know... Anything. <laughs> or does Henry's he? A, yeah, or Henry's does. a smart kid. He, he knows what his mom's there for something more. Yeah. Have we met Rumple's mom, by the way? Because no. I have a crazy prediction mm-hmm. that uh, Zelina is Rumple's mother. What? Mm. I know. Whoa. Crazy, crazy. That's big, really odd. Big twist. Yeah. <laughs> I think, well, in, in the Rapunzel story, the enchantress that was there wanted uh, um, the first child, which was Rapunzel. Rapunzel, but I think maybe in the once version that Zelina is this enchantress oh. mm. wanting a child, which is Snow White's child, for mm. something. Maybe for mm. Rumple, maybe for her own purposes. Mm. Yeah, who knows? I also predict that Rump- that Rapunzel is in Storybrooke. <laughs> yeah. I, I predict, predict that, that too. too. I predict or, that we'll see Rapunzel again. I predict that we'll see Rapunzel again. I actually think that she might still be in the Enchanted Forest, but with um, Aurora? Aurora and that whole gang. Philip. Hmm. And I hope Belfire doesn't die next episode. Well, no. no, no, no. But someone is going to die. But there's apparently some yeah, main character gonna... that's going to go away by the end of the season. Who's disposable? Uh, who is it? Uh, Aurora. <laughs> said main character okay said main character okay well that is all we have for tonight's after show thank you so much for tuning in again if you are listening to us on iTunes and please take 30 seconds subscribe rate and comment we love you for it and then we love 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 all of your YouTube comments sharing your predictions if we missed something in tonight's episode that you guys caught please let us know just love reading through all of those yeah. throughout the week. Gets me through. Nicely Tough work know. week. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of information. so We are human. We yeah, we do miss over it. Um, but until the meantime, you can tweet at us. Where can they find you guys? You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. Uh, you can find me at on Twitter and Instagram at K-A-O-R-I-O-U-S and I forgot my name for a second. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm on both of those shindigs at the Tiana Hobson. You can find me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly. You can find all of us here at AfterBuzz TV and we have to do a very special thank you you give so much great insight into the episode so cool thanks. please come back anytime anytime <laughs> awesome Absolutely. until next week we will see you guys <laughs>
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.